You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Dear God, Chris, would you just sit down? I'm just sitting. Sit down. I am sitting now. <laughs> I, it's a good song. I know. <laughs> but I don't need to see you shaking your butt before the show. He you twerks every single week, man. He twerks to it every episode. He does. Hell yeah, I do. Thank God you can't see us. Let's lead off with this. I don't know if the four of us sitting here, which we have the lovely Chris who just sat back down. <laughs> um, the lovely Michelle in the corner. Hello, Michelle. Hello, I was already sitting. And our guest, Mr. John. Hello. Uh, we'll be talking with him very soon here. Um, I don't know if any of you... Well, I'm talking to you right now, actually. Um uh, <laughs> Did anybody hear this explosion earlier? Yes, where we it, lived? Yeah. it was a meteor. It was a meteor, yeah. Um, I was out myself. I was shoveling my driveway, and I just, like I told you, Chris, I had my earbuds in just listening to something while I was working away, and it was that loud. Like, I heard it clear over my, my earbuds, and it was, yeah, it was, we had a meteor. A friend of mine who who's, like, run, he's, like, the president of Michigan MUFON, which is, like, the mutual UFO network, Yeah. so he's always looking at the sky. Um he lives in Clawson, and he actually reported out on Facebook and said, okay, I saw it over my house, and you could actually see this thing coming through the sky, and it more or less just like through the, going through the atmosphere, it exploded. And that's where the big boom, we had the sonic boom that happened. I don't know if you heard it or not, John. They, they saw yeah, it over by uh, Ohio, too. Yeah, it, it was that big, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying it was like directly over Clawson where he's at, but it was that big and that loud. Yeah, I heard in Troy, people all the way down in Dearborn and down River, which is pretty far from where we're at right here. That's crazy. Um, they heard all this, so I mean, Facebook lit up earlier, and every, I mean, people from all over the state were like, you know, Shelby for God's sake, which is north of here. Yeah, so that was pretty wild. Which does kind of fit into our subject for tonight, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, yeah. But first, you look well, good. You look good this week, Chris. Thank you, sir. You, you look really good. <laughs> I look great. I mean, it's, I guess it's just too cold to shake people down for stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I tried shaking a couple of bums down, but they were frozen. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wake up, fucker. Wouldn't wake up. Here, just take the news. It's too <laughs> cold. Just take the news. What do we have this week in the news, Chris? Well, first, we got to mention our horror giveaway that we're doing. Um, we partnered with Wild Eye Releasing. Oh, We've got man. five awesome horror movies we're giving away. Also, make sure you check out the Flint Institute of Arts. They're continuing their weekly film series. And also, we got to mention ProjectorScreen.com. I love ProjectorScreen.com. They have the best ProjectorScreen.coms of ever, anybody. Ever, no. They <laughs> rule. Check them out. Visit ProjectorScreen.com. Okay. So, in news this week, J.J. Uh, Abrams is shopping a space drama for TV. So, he's actually going back to television again, which is kind of cool. Kind of excited about that. In other news, the scriptwriters from Spider-Man Homecoming mm. are now attached to direct Flashpoint. Oh. Which is kind of weird. And other news came out today that they actually had initially asked Ben Affleck to direct Flashpoint, and he turned them down. So would Flashpoint be Flash's movie? There wouldn't yeah. be a Flash movie and then Flashpoint? No, they're just doing that Flashpoint. That don't make no damn sense. They don't make any sense with this entire thing. <laughs> It's just Flashpoint is so far down in like the Flash's like history of comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't want to rip on DC too much. I mean, I'll watch it. Flashpoint's a badass story if they do it right. So, 
In other news, Scoot McNary has officially joined True Detective Season 3, um, signing on with Mahershala Ali and Steven Dorff. Um, that's going to be out in 2019. So we're getting True Detective back on HBO. Mm. They also announced today that Solo, a Star Wars story. Does anybody really want this movie? No. 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 <laughs> not I, at all. I'm not excited or aroused or erect about this movie. I felt a little whatsoever. flutter down there, but that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not I'm, excited for it. No, I... Yeah. I'm do ex- we, again, I'm, do we have to know every fucking thing? No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was excited for Amelia Clark because I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for Donald Glover because he's amazing, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. I just so basically what they did today they announced that this is actually going to tell the backstory of Han and Chewie meeting each other. I don't need to know about yeah. this. I don't need to know this. I don't. Yeah. No. Yep. So uh Paddington 2 uh has <sighs> followed the trend on Rotten Tomatoes that Ladybird had. Paddington 2 is the fourth movie of all time to get a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. People are loving this bear. <laughs> Strange. I've heard that the first Paddington is really good, so I kind of yeah. want to watch it now because I. Yeah, same. Apparently, it's pretty funny, well-made movie, and part two is even better. I just don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I like bears. Yeah. Bear. You bear. Saw that okay. film video, anyways. Yeah. Bear. <clears throat> So in new releases this week, we've got 12 Strong that looks like some kind of military action movie. Then we've got the new 50 Cent movie, Den of Thieves, coming out. Don't care about that either. <laughs> and, and there's another movie coming out called Forever My Girl. So, oh, man, I'm going to be all over that Yeah, one. forever. Forever. <laughs> it's January it, dumping ground. It is. It's, the, it's the after holiday rush now where they're just going to dump all the straight-to-video crap that's getting put out in the theaters. Yeah, and we yeah. get the really shitty horror movies yeah and yep. the occasional yep. gym yep <laughs> insidious 4 wasn't actually that bad though i was actually yeah, pretty I shocked yeah that. i heard it wasn't yeah, yeah. So, i love i love that series that franchise is fantastic all the, yep. the first three were great I'd, yeah. i'm gonna see the fourth one too for sure okay all right suggested viewings for this week i'm gonna steal michelle's thunder here mm. and i'm gonna go with the black mirror episode of uss callister because I've actually watched it like three times now, and it is really, really, really good. So if you're going to watch Netflix, definitely check out the latest season of Black Mirror, and that first episode just kicks ass. It does. Who's next? Michelle. Um. Oh. Uh, I want to, everybody that's been, that follows me on Facebook knows I haven't shoved about this show, but Devil Man Cry Baby is mm. like one of the oh, best yeah. anime I've seen in the past maybe like five years. Oh wow! And it's uh, it's super gory. Um, it's based on a 1970s manga by Go Nagai, who is notorious for making extreme content. And then they like, far- and then Netflix just gave a whole bunch of money to uh, Yusai Masaki Yusai, who was like this experimental avant-garde uh, anime director, and he just absolutely blew it out the water it's amazing it's one of it's like it's so extreme i haven't seen anime this fucked up since like the, when they used to make them in the 80s and the 90s and there's like cool freestyle rapping in it and awesome action scenes mm-hmm. and the, this is like really good so if you like anime and you have netflix it's only 10 episodes so you can bang it out in a night too so 
I like the way you said that. Yeah. You can Netflix and chill it. <laughs> and have time for foreplay and a cigarette after. And then bang it out. <laughs> and then bang it out again. But you're not going to want to after you watch it because it's sad. You're going to be all depressed. <laughs> yeah, misery sucks. Yeah. yeah. John, you got anything John. you want to suggest? Um, I actually do. Um, I watched a really good movie on Netflix last night. Um, it's called Zero Dark Times. It's really good. Uh, kind of a coming that. of That's age it. story. Yeah. Two high school students. I actually might have got the name of that wrong. It's either Zero Dark Times it's, or it's Super r- Dark Times. Super Dark Times. Super Dark Times. Super dark yeah, times. it's yeah. really yes. I've seen it in the thing a billion times. It's Super Dark Times. Yeah, so. my apologies for that. But it's right. a really good kind of coming of age story. Two high school students just, you know, living their lives and tragedy strikes. And they, it kind of, the movie kind of turns itself upside down and it gets really twisted. It almost has a, um, Donnie Darko vibe yeah, to that's it, what and I was that's what I really too. like about it. Yeah, it I, reminds I've been me. Of, to, I've been seen that a bunch of times, like you know, just kind of been passing, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Now I have to watch it. It's like Donnie Darko meets River's Edge. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. John's no. our friend, Mion. <laughs> I have to watch it. I definitely have yeah. to watch it now. Well, I guess we're on the Netflix tip tonight. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're all on Netflix's shit. Um, I finally was able to sit down and bang out, bang out, <laughs> bang out the keeper, uh, the keepers, uh, that that docu, the documentary, the keepers, which was kind of like they were calling it like the next, uh, what the hell was that one? Bef- uh, what the hell? Making of a murderer. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same in the same ballpark okay. as that, which I really enjoyed. Making of a murderer, um, and uh, the keepers, and that's another one you can like. I hate to say that again, but it's a quick watch. It's only like seven episodes. Uh, a little under like an hour each, so you know, not not much of an investment of time, and you'll end up hating everything when you're at the end of this thing. You'll be so pissed off. But it's an immensely interesting and complex story that these people have been working on, and I really, and it, it's kind of had it. It's still, it may have ran out of steam by now. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and make that investment of time. Yeah, finally had some time off, and I did it. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So if you haven't seen that yet, um, you know, get it while it's still there because it'll be gone sooner or later from Netflix. Like I gotta check that one out. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's, like I said, it isn't a lot of time invested either, and I don't want to spoil anything. But fuck, oh yeah, it's, it's heavy. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really. I hard like to, those kind of documentaries. It's hard to watch. Though. It's it's upsetting, man. It's disturbing. So, yeah. All uh, right, check that out. So, so what are it, we gonna, episode seventy? It's number seventy. We've actually done a lot of episodes. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. But we're going to try. I still hate you. I still hate you too, but um, we're going to try and get back on it a little better with the schedule. It's been a little while. We have, we, you know, well, the holidays and everything going on and we've, you know, we've had some pretty crazy weather here too. Meteor strikes. Yeah. And we've had a freaking (laughs) meteor strikes tonight. So the fact that we're sitting here right now is a miracle in its own right. Um, So yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to be getting a little bit more regular with our, with our productions here. Um, So just. Just bear with us. The email, we're tired of it. Just leave us alone. Yeah, stop harassing us. Oh, God, man. Just just stop <laughs> this crap. So what is the subject tonight, Chris? We're going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah, because we've been wanting we, to. We've been wanting to do this for a couple weeks. We never had a chance to talk about it. Yeah. And I think now that some time has passed, it's yeah. been out for a month. It's, really, it's been out for four weeks now. We can actually talk about this movie, and we can spoil the fuck out of it, and nobody's going to care. 
because typically we try not to spoil anything. Spoiling. But in this, well, yeah, I think we're going to because this is not going to be a topic we're going to be able to really dig into without touching on plot points and the things that people are bitching about that they really shouldn't be bitching about. Well, let's start off with this. This is just my take on this thing, and I'm very curious to see how you guys feel about this, too. I know we're going to get into some of the, like you just said, some of the bitching. Yeah. Myself, going back to The Force Awakens, which is only a couple of years ago now, Mm -hmm. if I had a choice in the matter and, okay, Scott, we're going to do more, (laughs) we can either do more Star Wars or we can not do more Star Wars. You choose for us. I honestly would say, just leave it alone. Yeah. We're good. But it is where it is. I don't make those decisions. Nobody in this room makes those decisions. (laughs) So why not enjoy it? Exactly. I mean, it's a simple take, right? I mean, I have my own, you know, my ideas and my complaints, too. And I'm sure we'll we'll all discuss those tonight. Um, But it is where it is. It's here. And... I don't care how many petitions you do. You can't delete. Uh, how, how much did they spend on that movie? Two hundred million. More. More. It's like yeah, three hundred million. Yeah, Five, easily. You you can't easily erase three. a three hundred million dollar movie. You no. can't make it vaporize. No, it's not going anywhere. That idea to me is hysterical. Like we're gonna make it go away. You're not making yeah. it go away. Well, you've got the people like, oh, Disney is not part of canon. Like, bro. Disney bought Star they Wars. They bought it. It's canon. Sorry. <laughs> they own it. Sorry about your luck, but it's not going anywhere. If you had the money, canon. you could buy it. Yeah. If you yeah. had the money, you could buy it too, but you don't have the fucking money. <laughs> exactly. So, And that's not shooting on anybody at all, but that's just like kind of my, my lead off on this thing, at least you know wh- where I'm at with this thing. Yeah. I'm not exactly excited about the fact that, but okay, fine. Well, we're going we're gonna to see this shit whether we like it or not. <laughs> so yeah. you might as well enjoy it while it's, you know, while it's happening, I Well, for me, you know, me and my son went to the press screening and it was in this huge auditorium and there's only like 25 people there. Yeah. You know, so we all know how acoustics work. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a lot of people in a room, the sound is going to be off, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's not enough bodies in there to soak up any of the noise. And the first time we saw it was really boomy in there Mm -hmm. and they didn't have the vocal channel turned up loud enough in the mix. And I tell you what, like the first 30 minutes, I was completely out of the movie mm-hmm. because I didn't really understand what they were saying. Yeah. And I was not getting the full realm or feel of like the bombing run at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You could barely hear anything, you know, and there was no voices and there was no you couldn't feel the tension, basically. So well, that's we the walk fuck up on a theater. Yeah, yeah. And it's a press screen. Like you want that stuff fine tuned because yeah. these are the people that are gonna go home and write about it. Yeah. You know, we walked out that first time and you guys all saw my post on Facebook like, you know, he screwed the pooch on this, blah, 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 blah. So we gave it another viewing on Thursday night. And just on that second viewing, my whole opinion did like a one eighty. It was like, oh, this kind of sucked. And then I went to, this is actually pretty damn good. And it actually captured the same aesthetics mm-hmm. from the original trilogy really well. Mm-hmm. The scripting is actually very similar to the original trilogy. And my mindset started to change about it. 
Then on the third viewing, I saw it in the Dolby Cinema, and then I just said, well, okay, I went from like a seven to like a nine, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys had the same experience as me or not, but I know you said, John. Yeah, gotcha. I was I was very conflicted uh, the first time I saw the film, just based on the fact that it was so different and it was such a new direction. Like, it kind of hit me like a bag of nickels. I was just like, "What? wait, what just happened? Like, mm-hmm. what's up with all these new force powers? Like, what is going on here? And I kind of had a knee-jerk reaction, you know, being a big fan, and I kind of was like, I don't know if I like that. And I went to sleep, and I kind of thought about it, and I woke up in the morning, and my opinion started to change then. And then I went to see it two more times, and it, it like you, switched over from like a seven to like a nine, even though I don't like using scores because I think they're dumb. But it switched <laughs> yeah. over from like, uh I wasn't really feeling it. I didn't understand what was going on to, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Right, right. Michelle. Uh, well, I don't uh, I don't have a connection to Star Wars. Like, you guys, I just, I, I passively like it. Like, oh, it's not a bad Well, that's where I'm at, too. Yeah. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm at. I'm kind of indifferent to Star Wars in general. So when I saw it, I immediately liked it because it was, to me, it was doing something new yeah. and interesting with the story. And I like stuff like that. I like subversive things. I like uh, movies that take risks. Um, so I immediately was attracted to that to that aspect of it, and I loved it. Um, and my boyfriend, who's a huge Star Wars fan, he loved it too. I mean, but he had the same kind of reservations uh, that you guys did, though. And I think that's because he's a he, he's like ten times a Star Wars fan. I am. So he has this really visceral connection to these characters so it's harder for him to let go of preconceived notions of how Mm -hmm. their story arc should be whereas i don't have that connection i'm i just think of them more as like fictional characters in a story so i'm like oh that's the natural progression of what's supposed to happen in a long-running series i kind of pick it apart a little bit more i want to say objectively but it just uh, i'm a little bit uh, less emotionally attached to it when i pick it apart and it doesn't bother me as much so i can kind of see both sides of mm-hmm. reactions to it most really big fans initially were like oh what are you doing what's going on you know because yeah. they're not used to that kind of uh deconstruction going on in star wars star wars is always out of the two franchises of star trek and star wars i always saw star wars is a little bit more i don't want to it's a little bit more it's simpler not in a bad way just in a it's more of a space opera well, good it's versus, fantasy it's more yeah, fantasy. yeah yeah it's less uh I won't say it's less deep, but there's less things going on in it. And then uh, Ryan Johnson was like taking all the aspects of Star Wars and he started kind of taking the pieces apart, which is what he does. If you watch any of his other filmography, that's what he's good at, like Brick or Looper. He takes uh, tropes and he kind of deconstructs them and puts them back together in different ways. That's what he did to this. And people were like not ready for that at all. So I think that's why upon extra viewings, it kind of clicks more with people because you're like, oh, that's what he was doing. When you, mm-hmm. Because on the second and the third viewing, you removed yourself from being so emotionally attached as the first viewing. It's funny for me because, you know, that first time, like watching it, like a lot of people got really thrown by some of the changes. Mm. And for me, it wasn't really the changes that threw me. It, I think, was number one, the audio being bad and just kind of... I felt like I kind of had to be sold on this guy. Like, what's he going to do with the galaxy now? Mm -hmm. But some of the things he did, like, I know a lot of people hated this, but when Leia got blown into space, I was like, dude, I'm like, no (laughs) way 
I said they were not going to kill Leia, and they are not going to kill Leia in this movie. They just can't do it. It would be disrespectful to Carrie Fisher for them to actually kill her in this movie. And when she used the Force to bring herself back on to the transport, I was literally like, I like elbowed Connor, my son sitting next to me. I'm like, dude, that is fucking cool. That is rad as fuck. And he's like laughing at me. Yeah. And I'm like, they just changed the way the force can be used. It's always been this thing for lifting rocks or moving walls or bringing a lightsaber that you dropped over to you or for reading minds. Now she is literally using this to move herself and protect herself in the vastness of space. I'm like, this has never been done before. This is pretty cool. And I think that was a really nice change and something that a lot of people are like, no, it's just dumb. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Fuck I just, that. I just don't understand, like, why people get, <laughs> why people are so adverse to the force being used in new ways. Because a, yeah. it's a mysterious force that nobody really knows exactly. how it works exactly. Especially, especially if you ignore the prequels or just do that, do that stupid ass midichlorian count or the fuck that shit was. <laughs> just let's just ignore that shit because it's dumb. So. Ryan John, Ryan John, is it Ryan Johnson? Or Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Johnson's like, oh man, the Force is fucking mysterious power. And if you read any of like the extended universe stuff or play the games, they do all kinds of crazy shit with the Force and that stuff. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I feel like it wasn't too crazy. I mean, she just put a little force field around herself and she used momentum to pull herself in the space, and she's weightless. It's not like she moved a whole ship or fucking yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It, it just didn't seem that weird outside of the realm of the own universe's like. Uh, boundaries of how the force is used I guess yeah. but I always feel like they should use the force in more interesting ways and they did and now yeah, everybody's all mad he, he made it mysterious again he yeah. really did um, mm-hmm. He, the thing I really liked about that was in A New Hope you know where like what's what's going on like we don't know anything yet and mm-hmm. it's this mysterious yeah. thing that they're doing like um, in the scene where Obi-Wan where he you know where he used that Force. Mind control. Yeah, the mind control on the stormtrooper. Like it was like that, and you're kind of like, "What's going on?" And Ryan Johnson, he he kind of made that feeling kind of come back. Like, okay, it's all like a mystery again, and now it's all this new stuff. Like, what is he doing? You know. So I thought I thought it was pretty cool, and I never um I always left the force to be kind of um ambiguous. Like I never was like, okay, you can only lift rocks, and you can only like right. teleport people or like force push people. I always knew okay it must be a lot of other stuff like you know yoda he's he's what like over nine nine hundred years old like mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it's all kinds of cool stuff that he can do with the force that we never get to see in the movies so it's like do people not think about that like it's you know well and the same thing with the force pr- uh projection of luke when he projected himself to the other planet telepathically and Kylo, like, basically sticks the lightsaber through him. Yeah. I kind of almost thought that was going to happen. I kind of, like, was like, he's not really here yeah. right yeah. now. But I thought that was really cool, too. Like, they've never done this before either. And so many people are like, oh, that was dumb, too. He shouldn't be able to do that. It's like, you just don't know. They've never... We've only had six movies that the Force has actually been used in, Mm -hmm. and none of them have really centered that much on the Force because there's been so much other stuff going on. And this movie is called The Last Jedi. 
So it should be focused on the force and finding out what else we can do with it. So that I love that scene at the end. That was actually a really, really interesting cool. scene because it kind of served a dual purpose of a letting the fanboys get a taste of <coughs> Luke being a badass because everybody was waiting for Luke to come back. Use I mean a normal s- story progression would have, you know, like in the beginning Luke's a hermit in the middle he has uh some kind of outside force like hey you know you need to use the force again and then there's a a conflict that happens that forces him to use it and then he comes back at the end like with this big hurrah at the climax with an awesome big giant fight which is how a normal movie would play out which Mm -hmm. is actually what they did but again Ryan Johnson likes to subvert things so he gives you the battle that you want from Luke where he's standing there and they fucking blast him and he just brushes his shoulders off and it's all fucking awesome everybody's like dicks real hard like oh yeah I just fucked <laughs> shit up yeah. and then Ryan Johnson subverts it by having it, a, a, having it be a projection which is also an interesting idea because the projection is the idealized version of Luke and also the the fans of Star Wars want to see the idealized version of the story in their head, but they didn't get it. Right. Just like, you know, it has to end. It has to be finished. So you kind of get both things, though. He lets you have the cool fight. You get to see it before you get the plot twist of that's not actually Luke. He's projecting himself. So he still gets the interesting end to his arc. So you get both things, but as people were still mad about it. I don't get yeah. it. Because they just wanted Luke to do something crazy and freaking jump up and down and like fight the ATs and everything and just just go crazy, you know. They and but instead he didn't swing a single lightsaber and people were really he projected upset about himself that. across the motherfucking universe. That's right. like the coolest thing cool ever. Enough? Here yeah. lies the problem with that for me. With the prequels, especially like with Revenge of the Sith, people were like, Oh, you know, they never fought like that in the original movies. They just kind of stood there and fought like they were fighting with swords. And then you get the prequels and they are doing the crazy ass Mm -hmm. acrobatics and jumping off walls and doing all this insane stuff. And people kind of like were mad about that. And then you set it back to, okay, this is going to be Luke facing down Kylo Ren the exact same way that Obi-Wan faced down Darth Vader in 1977, this slow-paced standoff, and they're still bitching about it. Which one do you want? Do you want the the high-speed edited action sequences, or do you want them facing each other down? Which one is it? I think it's a little bit more of an impact when you have the more realistic style fighting scenes because... And, and especially because the CGI in the prequels hasn't aged well, it looks very video gamey and floaty. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. look good. I mean, the stuff with, uh, who's the guy? I'm really bad with Star Wars stuff. Darth Maul? Yeah. That dude yeah, was yeah. badass as a motherfucker. I like that yeah, guy. That awesome. fight was badass as shit at the end. It's like, me, 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 when he's doing all his flips and shit. That looks cool and realistic. But a lot of the other stuff with like Yoda flipping around, all that shit looks fake as fuck. But like, there's more this personal yeah. impact and weight <laughs> behind these fights. And especially. They had the guys that did the uh, raid do the fight choreography for The Force Awakens. And I don't know if they did this one, too. I'd have to check into that. But those are, like, more realistic-style fights with weight behind them and good mm-hmm. framing and, and good, like, editing. And, and, and you really feel, like, this, the clash. And there's, like, that awesome fight with Kylo Ren and Rey when they're, when they're fighting Snoke's guard. Uh, yeah. And they have, like, guards. five yeah. different weapons. They're, like, using plasma fucking nunchucks and shit. I was like, this is, like, the coolest shit ever. Like... 
how is that not the awesome lightsaber fight that you wanted? Like, yeah, I don't... that was always a personal dream of mine to see like, like they were they were basically those Praetorian guards were basically like space samurai like dudes. It was really cool to see that. They were the pimpest fucking that whole yeah. entire like his fucking chamber. Was so sweet. That shit was making my nipples hard. I was like that fucking <laughs> red ass wall and fuck or the uh, this fucking list looked awesome in the there. The robe he had on, like all <laughs> yeah. the jewelry he had and stuff, yes. it was really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited about that part. I was like, you did. You're excited right now. Then both of them were like, boing. Going. I'm easy to please, man. I proved that to her on Saturday night when I gave her that lap dance. I was like, this is good. I'm all right with this. He's just laying on top of me. It's all good. You know, going back to that throne room scene, too, the entire thing with Snoke, when he died like a bitch. I just, all three times I've seen it, I crack up now because that is literally Ryan Johnson saying, fuck you fucking fanboys. Yep. For two years now, it's been Snoke is Palpatine. Snoke is this guy. Snoke yep. is Neon Numb. Uh, screw, Snoke screw is your theories. this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he was like, he's nobody. He's his own character, and I am going to take control, and I am going to kill him because he is nothing more than this supreme leader. And I just, I crack up. It mm. just, I'm like, yeah, dude, that's the way to do it. Fuck everybody. Yeah. I thought Snoke was like super boring. I'm just like, how many evil emperor do we need? Dudes yeah. Do we well, have? yeah, that's that was my my reaction when I when I first saw Snoke was just that. I'm like, okay, how many how many rungs up the ladder are we gonna go till we finally get to like okay this is the fucking boss now this yeah. is the dude right um and that's what i that that's stokes never really excited me i didn't have any hard nipples for him no. I, I saw, <laughs> there was nothing, nothing. to him no yeah. there wasn't he wasn't as interesting as like palpatine palpatine was very yeah. interesting, obviously well he because just... palpatine in the empire strikes back when they first introduced him, we were like, is that a woman? Is that a man? Because the effects, the visuals were so underdeveloped at that point. You couldn't tell. You just saw this like character with like droopy eyes. Mm -hmm. All you knew was he was controlling Vader. There was no he's Palpatine. There was no he's the Emperor. There was nothing. And there was no real revelation with him until Return of the Jedi. It wasn't until Lucas went back later on. It made Palpatine look different in the Empire Strikes Back, so that Empire and Return of the Jedi had a little more like connection or flow between mm -hmm. them. But all that backstory to Palpatine in the prequels, even like I just don't care. Like I think it's cool. Okay, yeah, he helped you know make Vader who Vader is. Da 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 da. But too much, too much explanation for me. And that's kind of what I liked about Snoke was. There's nothing to him. We're just giving you this grand supreme leader, blah, 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 blah. And he's just there. And now we're going to kill him. We don't we'll have, need... we'll have an origins for him, probably. Don't worry. Yeah. That's yeah. on his way down the his pipe. His side story. Yeah. Snoke's adventures. Snoke, yeah. a Star Wars story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it'll <laughs> oh, be great. God. It, it'll be great. We'll get to learn all about Snoke. <laughs> he was a dashing, young, beautiful man until he... Fell off a hill and hurt his face. Or, you know, <laughs> the usual shit. Uh, Snoke is Leatherface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, though, those kinds of stories, they're better reserved for different things in the, like, in the expanded universe. Like, 
Disney can make a book about that. Like they can write a novel about Snoke. Yeah. They can write a novel. They like solo a Star Wars story. It should be a novel mm -hmm. that you can just go and buy if you really want to know that. Like not a two hundred and fifty million dollar movie, you know. Well, yeah. yeah, like the Han Solo movie that we mentioned earlier. I don't know one single person that's like, oh, I can't wait for the Han Solo movie. Yeah. I don't need background for Han Solo. I know enough about the guy already from the original movies. We know he's a smuggler. We know Chewbacca's his buddy. And I don't need like, oh, they did this and then they... Yeah. I just well, don't Han need Solo is one of those characters too. I mean, I really am happy with what I what I know about him and what I've seen from yeah. him. Just what here we are where we are now right yeah i honestly think that you know yeah a side story or an origins whatever on on han solo especially we're really cheap in the character it, it, i don't need and again it's, it's that whole explanation thing i don't want to know if he was if he had feelings at one time you know i don't want to know those things <laughs> like you know we i mean we know we know that he loves we, yeah. we we know that he's a loving person um he has that capacity but you don't really ever see that. And I'm just saying this is all hypothetical now. Yeah. This is what we could see, right? Um, you know, we do know he loves, for example, but you never really see. You see him, you know, affectionate. But you never really see him soften up. He's always been hard through mm -hmm. all these films. Han yeah. Solo has always been a hard character, a hardened person. I don't want to see him in any different light than that. I want to yeah. see him. I just want to remember him how I remember him now. Um, and I'm afraid that if they, that, well, they're going to do it. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah we can't stop it. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's already happened in May. You know, yeah. and I mean, now am I going? Am I going to go and protest and be out in front of the theater? You know, peeing on the front steps of the place, mm -hmm. or or do, or running around streaking the theater? No, it is where it is, and I'll yeah. they'll take my money like they always do. I'll yeah. go see it. We'll all see it day one, and then see it again, and then see it two more times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'll have my I'll have my reservations like I have now, and. I mean, it's that's the thing with it. I mean, this is the ultimate gold mine of entertainment. What we're talking about right now, because even if you hate it, you still go see it. Yeah, I will. I will say though. Yeah. Just on a little side note, I have to. I have to mention this. Um, I recently, for the first time, played through Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Mm -hmm. on, uh, mm -hmm. um, it recently uh, last year it became backwards compatible with the Xbox One, and uh, took me like two weeks to beat it. It is literally probably one of in the top three like best games i've ever played i had a blast with it and if disney ever did a movie about bastila and darth malik oh god that would be amazing talk about amazing well-written characters like the characters in that game are probably more interesting to me than most of the characters in all of the movies like that yeah. the game was is, is written so well like obviously that was like you know when bioware still was a a good right, game right. developer mm. but it was amazing like I, i'm still thinking about that game and like how cool bastila was like as a character see and expanding on that you know i kind of this other thing with the last jedi is with luke skywalker dead yes he can come back as a force ghost but this movie actually basically finally concluded the skywalker saga after yeah. eight movies there's you know leia is not going to be alive in the next movie i mean basically i'm estimating that with what we saw happen in the end with the kid yeah using the force to grab the broom and then basically saying you know this we have enough to build a resistance or whatever yeah. they say i think the next movie is probably gonna go 10 years into the future and they're gonna have reformed the rebellion and 
Ray will probably have restarted the Jedi Order. She'll probably be training kids again is my best guess. I kind of like the fact that the Skywalker thing is ending finally and we might get some room to do something yeah. like that yeah. where we do get an expanded universe movie that has nothing to do with anything that we've ever seen before. Yeah, it'll yeah. interconnect somehow. But, you know, even Rogue One was directly connected mm-hmm. to everything. It would yeah. be cool to see something that just moves outside yeah. of all of this. That's so. an interesting theory. I really like that. So do you think, like, in Episode Nine, they'll kind of just write her off and they'll say, oh, it's 10 years later, she passed away, you know, well, like something it, like that? It's what, uh, like what, because uh, Abrams is directing Episode Nine. It's going to be the same thing he did with Spock Prime. When Leonard Nimoy died, they basically just said in the new Star Trek movies, hey, Spock died off screen. We're really sorry, blah, 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 to new Spock. And I think it's going to be the same kind of thing. Like, oh, you know, Leia died, you know, in between these two movies. They'll explain it away somehow Mm -hmm. because they already said they're not CGIing her. They're not bringing her back in any shape or form for the next movie and she had filmed no scenes for it so that's really the only thing they can do is time jump which would be rad i'd be totally down with that yeah that would be cool so what about that great casino scene in the last (laughs) uh canto bite fucking pointless yeah that's like my main uh negative Fucking pointless. Thing. It was very. It was like a side quest you didn't care about, and you're just like, let's just go back to the main quest. What wasn't it like a it. Disney movie? Yeah, it was. It was like it was ripped straight from a Disney. Yeah, movie. it was just weird and, and the tonally weird. I, yeah. I like I understood what they were trying to do with it because they were trying to like be like, oh, there's like class uh, structure warfare, and there's like you know the elites are basically. Yeah funding the war economy and all this which is like actually a super interesting idea that could have been in a whole other movie it's just way too much um <clears throat> like it's just too many things they're trying to do in one movie like i like the idea but it was superfluous and it felt like filler mm-hmm. and the it movie's did. already it, a little yeah. too long in my opinion yeah they could have cut that out completely and i think the movie would have been a lot better for it it was More it was focused. also the kid right like that scene served a purpose for him too because that's where we first meet him the kid at the oh, end oh yeah but I think they still could have just had that kid at the end and it would have still made would've. sense like thematically like oh we're passing on the force to a new generation okay yeah good point I did like um, I'm really bad with names of Star Wars again who was the guy that uh, Benicio Del Toro what was it what was that guy's name what the fuck was that I actually liked that character I wish they could have used him in a different aspect and maybe less of him but I liked the moral the moral ambiguity gray area kind of thing that was really cool yeah but so basically he was Lando Calrissian but Benicio Del Toro yeah and he like he he should have you remember the guy that they originally went to Canto Bite for? Yeah, yeah, the Master Codebreaker. Yeah. Next thing you know, like you don't see him anymore, and then Del Toro serves that purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't they just make Del Toro that character? Like, why even cast that? That that's yeah, one of the problems yeah. I had with the movie. Like, why even show him? Like, oh, here's the guy we're looking for, and then they find Del Toro. Like, he In breaks the them out, and then he's like, oh, I can do what that guy was gonna do. So 
like what was the point of that it's just like and actor, then there's like the know? weird horse shit and like the what the fuck and just it looked <laughs> fugly too like i didn't like the way the casino shit looked and well just, when the casino scene started the first thing I thought was this looks like Star Trek, not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. This is like like a planetary excursion on Star Trek. Yeah. You know, because the people are dressed differently. They didn't look like they belonged in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The guards did. Like the police, the security yeah. guards, they looked like they belonged in Star Wars. But the rest of the stuff felt very Star Trek to me. The entire, th- that whole part did. But the free the horses shit, oh my God. Terrible. I was like, this is like the them having to throw in all the animals in the creatures in attack of the clones at the end mm-hmm. like i felt like those horse creatures i was like yeah. this reminds me of attack of the clones yeah, why are we just throwing feeling. filler in here to fill i feel they like could, they didn't know what to do with finn's character like they, they kind of didn't it. yeah they they, it. he was just like the entire thing that he did there had fucking no point too at the end they were just like oh actually never mind and then so he just went all that place for nothing. Like I felt like they could have did something else with them on the ship with Poe. Maybe had him doing some like espionage shit on the ship or something. And like Poe's like talk to him and he meets Rose and Rose help. You know, all that stuff could have been on the ship, which would have kept it more like tighter Focused. together. Yeah. I felt like he was doing the exact same thing that he did in The Force Awakens. In The Force Awakens, he was running away and he was trying to get away from the First Order. Mm -hmm. And then in The Last Jedi, he's trying to run away from all his friends to get to Rey because he's so worried about Rey. Like, it it actually kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Like, he wakes up and then he's like, Rey. Like, that's the first thing that's like on his mind, you know. Like, and he was just like running throughout the whole movie. And he's he's a really good actor. I feel like they... I don't know. They kind of just wasted his potential. And as for the, what was the Asian chick's name again? Rose. Yeah. As for Rose, um, I think she was, she was just a Disney character. She was just a Disney character in every sense of the word. Like she was just such a Disney character. Total Disney character. (laughs) My sister died. Total Disney character. Mm -hmm. Like, like every Disney mom dies. My sister died. Now I have to go on an adventure. I did not like her character at all. Me I, well, it, I was so it, it fell so flat for me. I just just that rose that character just fell so flat for me. Yeah, I just didn't feel she. Yeah, she dies. Yeah, she no, dies. she doesn't die. She, yeah. Well, see, she, that's, why I, that's how that's how little fucks I care about her. I can't remember what the fuck <laughs> happened to her. I I, I just. It was basically it was the same thing that happened to Finn in, in The Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, she's kind of in flux, yeah. you know? And nothing against her. Like, she's she's probably yeah, a she's cool fine. actor. It's just... No, whatever, fuck her. I don't whatever, like her as a whatever, person. Whatever, whatever, whoever wrote her character, it was... Yeah. No, no, fuck her. Don't they like just, her. I mean, actually, I feel like they could have used her well, and they just didn't. I yeah. mean, Finn yeah. and Rose were just felt very underwritten and, like, kind of thrown in. Like, they're like, fuck, we need Finn because he's in the other movie. And then we'll give him Rose for just extra stuff. And then yeah, it just because the other part is so compelling that you want to keep going back to that. Like every time they were on Casino, I was just like, fucking God sucks. I want to know what's going on the cool island with Luke and the blue milk titties and shit. (laughs) And then like we keep going back to this boring. Can we talk about the blue milk milk titties for a second? I need to talk about the blue milk titties for a minute. Now that woke me up. Okay, that, that woke me up. That woke me up too. Now here is another bitch that I keep hearing from the fanboys. Okay, Luke would never 
Luke would never run away to this deserted island and not let anybody know where he is, and he would not abandon his friends. Hold on just a fucking second. Oh, Obi-Wan did it. Yoda did it. Both of his mentors, when they feared for the people around them, what did they do? They They, took off. They fucked off to another planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you've got Luke (laughs) suckling on the blue milky titties. Do you have blue titties, Michelle? No. Anyway, um, that's beside the point. (laughs) Scott's over here breaking the microphone. I I broke the mic. Um, I'm going to fix this. um, The blue milk titty thing. Like a lot of people are like <laughs> that, like, oh, that's just so out of character. Luke was doing the Yoda thing. Luke was trying to throw her off, just like Yoda was trying to throw mm-hmm. off Luke when Luke arrived on Dagobah with the eating the food, you know, yeah. acting all silly and shit. Yeah. Luke was acting like out of character, out of sorts, trying to throw her off. Like, man, if I act really weird, maybe she'll just fuck off to another planet, yeah. you know? And I just I keep hearing people go on and on and on. He'd never do that. Yes, he would. It's the exact same thing all the rest of the Jedi's did. Yeah. So why wouldn't he do it? Plus, I mean, you gotta realize from it's been what twenty five years. Yeah. For since then, like people are like, why isn't his character exactly the same? Like, does anybody stay the same I, for twenty five years? You're not the same person you were in your twenties when you're in your thirties. That was and, literally. It makes no sense to yeah. me how people would be confused about him being different. That was the most annoying thing of the criticism. Like, they wanted him to be the return of the Jedi, like Luke. Like, how? How is that even possible? It's 30 years between yeah. Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yeah, you're going to change. We've yeah. all changed in five years. Yeah. yeah. And I just, just get sexier every year. So, I mean. I mean, maybe Luke was keeping himself young with the blue titty milk. We don't know. It might have some right. properties to it or something. Yeah. But I think they, I, I find the idea kind of like fascinating about the force. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to go from like titty, milk titties like a serious Blue subject. titty bukkake. <laughs> <laughs> this Star Wars movie's got bukkake in oh, it. Oh, dude. <laughs> when I saw that, it just like I said, that woke me up. I was like, because you know, there's a, it's kind of a tense scene. They're, they're going back and forth. And then just out of nowhere, he pulls his bottle out, walks around a corner, and <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Blue titty milk. What's, what's going on? I keep finding all these pictures. Like, people draw it on the internet and sending it to my boyfriend. He's like, fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop sending me these. I'm like, no. It's disturbing. Ugh. What anyway. was the deal with Kylo Ren having his shirt off in that scene? Because he's it, sexy and he worked on his abs and he wanted to show is, him. No, he didn't. He is a wide man. Yeah. Why was he so wide? Dude, I, don't know. I for real <laughs> think Adam Driver is like super hot, but he's like. He's in the category I like to put, like, you know, weird hot. But, I mean, I'd do him. He's good looking. Well, I I'd know. do him just for the story. Well, did you see they had the Kylo Ren challenge on Instagram? It was hashtag Kylo Ren, and everybody was pulling their pants up to, like, under their like. nipples <laughs> and taking shirtless pictures. You got to look it up. It's funny. That, that generated some pretty awesome memes yeah, for about two me- weeks. Memes were on fire yeah. right after that. Well, I will point out. And I mean, given my opinion on the film, um, or my broad opinion on this whole thing, I, one thing I I've been saying consistently, because I've only seen it once, you know, I I haven't died. I really it's just time thing. Haven't been able to get. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get there soon. See it again. But um, on my viewing of it, there were three, and I count three separate times where I literally did choke up. 
and well up. I mean, I and I never I never thought I was that emotionally attached to these films. I I've said that to I've said that already on the show. I don't consider myself like you know super fan. I enjoy them. I think they're great stories, but this movie really did cut into some nerves. I think. I mean because. I mean, knowing what happens to Luke Skywalker now, um, that is a little part of yourself that's dying too, I think. I mean, not to get too deep or too, you know, touchy-feely with this thing, but that is how I felt when I when I, when I I watched this film. Um, and there is a part in the credits where that was when I was watching the credits and I saw that come by. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. me, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of emotion, you know, real emotion tied to this film that was beyond the creative efforts of the film. We all know what those are, we, what that is, okay? Um so that added weight I think to the story. I mean, just the memories and the nostalgia of these films that I know we all have, no matter whether you're a you know, you're a, a passive fan or a very serious fan, that was why I say I like The Last Jedi. Because it did make me feel. You know, and that's it's yeah. tough to get that nowadays. Um, you know, now, granted, these people had a lot of star power behind them already. I mean, there's, it's hard. It'd be hard to fuck up a movie like this. I mean, but it, it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has been done. Yeah, it has been done. <laughs> um, but I, that's my... What I walked away from when I left the film was some some heaviness in my heart like you know and you mentioned this idea of well let's now we have the room to just kind of go and do something totally new which is great i think that's totally cool and it and it may be something for a new generation of fans to look back on like we're doing now 25 years mm -hmm. later and go oh dude remember when that whole thing you know and now it's over you know so is that what's going to happen with Star Wars? That's an interesting idea. It's an interesting thought. Is is this going to be something that's going to go on forever? <laughs> They're just going to keep making fucking movies now, um, which that idea to me is not the most appealing. Um, however, we watch something end here, and that's that's it's always tough to watch something end. You know, yeah. something to watch something come to an end like that. I. For me, the hardest part to watch in the movie was when Luke is on the Millennium Falcon and R2-D2 turns on and he projects the original image of Leia. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Don't you do that. And he even says that, like, oh, that was a low blow, you know? Like, <laughs> it was hard to watch. It really is. No, it, it's well, a tough. lot of people, like, grew up with these characters. And so when you, when you watch Luke die, it kind of reminds you of your own mortality. You're like, oh, man, I've lived through seeing all these movies and enjoyed all these characters. And now an, an era has come to an end. And it's that feeling of loss that I think a lot of people might have contributed to them being upset. Yeah. Totally. Be because I don't think there's any way you can kill Luke and people be happy about it, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, the the fact of the matter is, not only did Ryan Johnson kill Luke, he also killed off the Skywalker legacy mm -hmm. um, in the same movie. So that's two major-ass things. I actually talked to this guy on the internet, and he was so upset. He was like, they should have made Rey a Skywalker so there would be more Skywalkers. Like, people are so obsessed with the Skywalker line being continued when I feel like that's the worst thing you could possibly do with the series because you're just essentially remaking the same movies. 
and we, and we still technically have one yeah. with Kylo Ren, yes, even though he's, he's right, right. on the dark yeah. side now. We still, te- you know, so. I really, really liked the whole uh, thing with Kylo Ren and Rey talking to each other with the Force yeah. and trying to kind of lure each other to their respective sides. I don't know why I thought that was a really that neat was, idea. That was probably my favorite uh, use of the, all the new Force powers in The Last Jedi. And once again, because the game is amazing, going back to KOTOR, the, I'm very curious um, if Disney or, well, Ryan Johnson, because he wrote, he wrote it too, I wonder if he got the inspiration from KOTOR because the exact same thing happened in KOTOR. I don't want to... Every Has everyone played the game? I've played does it. Anyone, I've played it. Okay, does anyone mind spoilers? But no, no. they do the same thing. Um, uh, Darth Malak, he, um, he, he does it... Well, I'm sorry, not Darth Malak. The Jedi Order in that game, they purposely linked Bastila and your character's minds together so that you guys could, like, they both had dreams and they both sensed them the exact same thing happened and when i was playing the game i was like oh my god did ryan johnson play kotor it probably the exact same He's thing nerd. he probably did he and he probably used that example so i thought that was pretty cool like that one technically that force power we actually have seen before but yeah oh it's interesting so. that ray embraced i really like the idea of like when she taps into the force uh, with Luke that time on the thing and she immediately just dives into the dark side like she has no kind of like uh, she has no reservations or anything but I feel yeah. like that's a, a more interesting aspect of the force they haven't explored is the idea that force is about balance and balance would be having good and bad mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times I feel like the force they often make it like you have to be all good or all bad but I f- and I also that's an interesting idea that kind of ties into why Luke cuts himself off from the Force because he has the fleeting thought of killing Kylo. Yep. Because I feel like if you're on the good or the bad side of Force, and they kind of reinforce this with Kylo Ren in Force Awakens, it's a constant battle uh, from outside influence pushing you to different sides. Like Kylo's constantly having thoughts of being on the good side of the Force. He hesitates killing, pushing the button to blow up the ship because his mom's on it. Mm-hmm. They basically have intrusive thoughts. So I feel like to be a true master of the force, you should be able to embrace said intrusive thoughts and kind of take them into yourself and and use them to your to your advantage. And I feel like Luke never really kind of explored the dark side of the force uh, after the other movies because he had the little taste of it and he almost went over mm-hmm. so he had another little fleeting thought he's like oh fuck i gotta cut this off because he knew how powerful he was at this point with the forest that if he went dark side he would be like unstoppable yeah you know? and that that whole thing was so awesome that's honestly the only theory of the last two years that i actually like that this idea of a gray jedi and i honestly thought ray was gonna go that way and she was gonna utilize both sides of the force and you know her and kylo would join up and that would be maybe they'll be the the first gray jedi yeah and it's actually technically kind of sort of a jedi who kind of did that apparently mace windu did that he kind of utilized both and um i thought i thought that's actually pretty cool it makes for a more interesting story and i I actually hope they continue to do that i hope they still do that because i was for sure ray was gonna you know because she kind of has that she kind of has yeah. that aggressiveness and anger in her that's why that's where the stupid palpatine theory came from just because they thrust the lightsaber the same way but 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 uh, aside from that i i think the gray part i think that's really cool so i'm glad you brought that up 
I'm gonna have to Star Wars nerd spent the time they spent fucking analyzing these movies trying to find a cure for cancer. That should have been cured like oh, God. twenty years ago. Yeah. They're over there like, oh they hold a short exact same land. Shut up. Fucking nerds. God. You know, I know it's all in good fun. You know, I'm a fan, but I wouldn't really call myself like a fanboy because I don't really get upset about it. I just yeah. kinda like to just enjoy what happens even yeah. with the prequels as flawed as those movies are because they are fucking flawed <laughs> seriously you know i still like the movies i yeah. won't say that i like I, them too i won't say that i hate any of the prequels you know yeah do they deserve a little bit of bashing here and there sure you know now this is pod racing like come on there's some shit in there that is pretty terrible yeah. Um, but like Revenge of the Sith, honestly, that's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I think it's awesome. I love I, it. I think it's that's the best out of the out of those three. That mm-hmm, that trilogy, sure. uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, fuck me, man. What? Just, <laughs> what? No, 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 no. <laughs> so I mean, you're talking. My I, my understanding on this idea. I mean. I'm a huge fan of fun, healthy debate when it comes to things you that you love and things you're passionate about when it comes to entertainment, especially movies. Um, so I think it's fun to debate about things like that. It's fun because you can learn a lot that way, too, I think, uh, when you're going back and forth with people. But the the idea of the fanboy or fangirl, right, um, that gets this. And again, we've 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 touched on this already. The idea of this, this is all you worry about, which to me, I mean, if you're that yeah. pissed off about Star Wars, that is like the, that's the ultimate first world problem right there. Yeah. If, if that's your biggest problem in life is how much you hate The Last Jedi, then you don't have it that bad. <laughs> yeah. Because no. you don't, I can't, there's other shit to deal with. Um, well, it's just some of the stuff that I see like on Facebook yeah. or Twitter or Reddit or whatever, where they're just like, literally like this movie ass raped me. I hate it. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, you've never had a grandparent die. You yeah. know, nobody you ever, in your you ever, family has ever had cancer. You ever had your heart you ripped know? out of your no. chest by someone. Yeah. I mean, none of this has ever happened to you. Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of worse things that can happen to you. I you just know? don't understand. Like. Okay, you didn't like the movie, then you didn't like the movie. There's yeah, no reason fine. to like go after people and want to rip their throats out because they actually enjoyed it. And that's the same thing that happened with The Force Awakens too. The it's, fandom is just so toxic in every in this, yeah. every fandom now. It's it used to be like, oh, just the bigger ones get like that. Yeah. Cuz you know, like the the bigger fandom gets, the more uh, mm-hmm. trash people you get in it. But now it's just every single thing you like. If you look at the fandom, they're just garbage people. Like, just fucking watch the show or enjoy the book. Watch the movie. You can have a little debate. Like, oh, it's fun to talk about. Oh, what if this happens? Or, oh, that's kind of neat. They might be connected. That's the fun part of fandom or fan art. Well, no, or yeah, the, the, the but mystery But they don't do that anymore. Now it's just like, if you like it, you're fucking Nazi and I want to kill you. And, like, women are ruining Star Wars. Did you see, like, some guy made a, f- a cut where he cut all the women out of mm-hmm. yeah, the we were Last talking about Jedi? That earlier. I'm just like, what? what is fucking wrong with people? Like... Like, sorry, Star Wars ha- wants to have more people represented so p- other people c- can have, like, enjoy it, too. Sorry. You know, like, like as I'm... much as everybody hates Rose, like, 
there's little girls like, oh, there's a, a Asian woman mm-hmm. that's like me, and I could and be you, cool like Star Wars. And did you see her at the premiere? She yeah. was bawling her eyes out because People were little girls she saw up to a girl her. dressed as her, and she yeah. like she like um Daisy Ridley. She had to like hold her and stuff yeah. like she. You know, it's really cool seeing stuff like that. Like yeah, I've that's been great. A, Characters still suck, but that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. I know yeah. that's really cool. But I feel really like is. Disney does a good job for the most part with being diversive, yeah. but not to the detriment of a story. Like they'll just yeah. like Finn's character is black, and like it doesn't matter that he's black; he just happens to be black. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know. It's not like they. It, it just. I guess it just doesn't make. Well, aren't the also for one thing, weren't people mad because aren't the stormtroopers clones or something? I don't get the whole fucking. The stormtroopers were clones up to a certain point. Yeah. But even in like A New Hope, in Empire, and Return of Jedi, they weren't clones anymore. Yeah. They were recruited soldiers. Okay. Yep. You know the the one thing that always pissed me off about the whole thin thing was everybody like, oh well, he's gonna be Lando Calrissian's son. I'm like. Hold on a second. You don't think there's more than one black person in the entire Star Wars universe? Like, like okay, yeah. like he has to be Lando's son. Yeah. No, just he's no. Just black guy. He can just be on his own. Yeah. yeah. He can just be his own character. I always the one I always heard that was dumb was uh he was Mace Windu's son because everyone wanted him to be force sensitive so bad. Oh. They just Stop. want everybody to be f- just as people get obsessed with their head canon of how things are supposed to go. They get this idea like, oh, it's supposed to go this way. And when it doesn't go their way because they're not fucking writing the story, they get all butthurt about it. I mean, I get being upset about changes and stuff, but like just that's the movie now. So there are people having like, what were they having petitions to like have it removed? From well, that's, the what canon. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Like it's supposed to just be they want it to be vaporized. It's like. <laughs> that is an impossibility of the yeah. highest degree. That'll never happen. The story's written. It's there. It's in blood. It's in stone. You can't change it. You can bitch all you want. Yeah. You will make no difference whatsoever. Not to mention, there's mm. another movie coming out that's going to contextualize what's <laughs> going on in this movie. It's a th- it's a fucking trilogy. Like everybody's like, oh, this hasn't been answered. What about this? There's a fucking there's another movie gonna be made. Yeah. But what's yeah. funny is that there's fans out there saying, oh, the people, exact same people that were bitching about the Force Awakens and J.J. Abrams are now saying, well, do you think that J.J. Abrams is gonna write the ship? Is he gonna retcon everything from the, la- the last Jedi to make the ninth episode right? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's Disney. They have a blueprint of how they're going to do this. They're not going to bring J.J. Abrams in now and be like, oh, you know what? Let's just scrap everything that happened in the last Let's you Jedi. Write it. You write yeah. it. Yeah. This it's, is people just not understanding the basics of how movies are even made. Do, you, do they really think that J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson were kept in like fucking secluded rooms and they don't know what <laughs> each other's fucking doing with the story yeah. of a billion dollar fucking franchise? Right. It's just the stupidest thing. I've e- And people are like, uh, fucking Mark Hamill didn't know how it ended until you you. So you're telling me in a billion dollar franchise with the main fucking guy from the franchise, they just came up with a story and didn't tell Mark Hamill what he was gonna do till he fucking showed up on set. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. He knew and, exactly what the fuck was gonna happen with his character. And um, in the credits of the movie, didn't it clearly say that J.J. Abrams was the executive producer? Yes, he. Oh, was, yeah. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Everybody I, yeah. is dumb. They act like nobody <laughs> knows what's going on. 
Like, J.J. Abrams is, like, fucking sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Hmm, wonder what Ryan Johnson's gonna do with Star Wars. Hope it's good. No, they fucking probably sat down together and fucking went over shit. Because he's writing... He wrote the movie before, and he's writing the movie after. That makes no sense. I just want to punch people in their fucking face when they say dumb and shit was, like that. And it so was like, dumb. And it was rumors, like, <laughs> earlier, like, before the third trailer came out, it was rumors that Disney, like, really liked it. Yeah. Like, they were really excited that it was gonna be a hit because they really liked it when they saw the final cut. And then it came out and it was, like, extremely polarizing. I feel what? like in 10 years it's going to be regarded as one of the best Oh, entries. in 10 years this is going to be The Empire the Strikes Empire. Back. Yeah. Yep. It will be. Because people, most people don't realize this. When Empire came back, when <laughs> Empire Strikes Back came out, the critics ravaged that, too. Mm-hmm. They really did. The people, A lot of people did not like the movie. And a lot of people didn't like the twists they put in. I'm like, how could you not like I Am Your Father? How yeah. can you not like that? Mm-hmm. And now it's the most iconic thing in the fucking franchise. Yeah. It's the most iconic thing in movies yeah. ever. I think it's just a little bit ahead of its time and people weren't... And I, I mean, this is going to sound a little, I guess, stuck up or whatever. Okay, I, I'll put it in a we way that's We know you by less. now, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in a way that's less, that makes it less sound less stuck up. I feel like a lot of people... Star Wars is one of the most popular franchises on the planet. Everybody goes sees a Star Wars movie. Everybody that goes sees a Star Wars movie doesn't watch a lot of movies all the time. Not all these people do. Yes. So you have somebody that doesn't watch a lot of movies. They're like, I'm going to go see a Star Wars. And then they go see it. And then it's got all this crazy subversive shit going on. And this guy is like <laughs> subverting the hero's journey. And he's got, like, stuff going on in the third act you wouldn't normally see and all this stuff. And they're like, whoa, I just came in to see Star Wars. I didn't come here for no, you know, movie deconstruction and all. It's like, right. And this is, like, really light 101 style stuff that's going on here. It's not even, like, it's not like you're, it's, like, adaptation or fuck some deep, like, fucking <laughs> movie in a movie shit Being going John on. Malkovich. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, like, anything crazy. It's a slight yeah. little bit of subtext and deconstruction going on just a tiny bit and people are like losing their shit over it because they're so used to a movie just being a certain way and star wars being the biggest movie franchise of all time like i i you know they they just didn't know what to do with this they were just like mad like i saw somebody say ryan johnson trying to act like he's so smart writing star wars like that i'm just like it's like they didn't hire him because he was an idiot first yeah Yeah. why would they why would they hire somebody that's gonna make a crappy movie like that it just doesn't make sense to me i think he did make star wars a little smarter a little bit more intelligent and i kind of welcome that yeah me too i mean it's the event it's the this is my shit evolution of the franchise too i mean you can only have so many movies in a franchise before a the the fandom outside of the franchise starts being incorporated into the franchise and b they start kind of like you know taking it back to where it needs to go and deconstructing it and doing different stuff i mean you got to do something different you can't have the same movies over and over again and it can't and it's i mean i'm and i'm not saying like it's a master it's not a masterpiece or anything but no. i think it's it's really good you know it's it's not blade runner but it's it's <laughs> ama- it is i think it's a no, really fun i enjoyed movie, the hell know? out of it i enjoyed the yeah. hell out of it i had a great time and i'll go see it again yep and i'll buy it when it comes out on blu-ray yep. <laughs> and i'll do all that stuff the great movie other part that always that's cracked me up each time i've seen this is when they go to crate at the end the final planet you think it's a snow planet you know, and he was a total smartass about that, too. Like, I'm going to take these people to this planet that looks like snow, and they're all going to be like, oh, yeah, it's Hoth again. But, you know, we're trying to make these comparisons between the Empire mm-hmm. and the Last Jedi. And then they're all out there in their suits getting ready to fight. And when the guy 
yeah. rubs the ground and he goes, salt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's another. He put another fuck you in the movie. Like, oh, we're just going to be putting out the same thing over and over again. But really, we're not. It's not snow. It's salt. And the direction of that scene was also really cool, too. I loved um, the little detail he put in where I didn't pay attention to it until my third viewing. Um, Luke didn't make any foot any footprints in the. That's right. Like Kylo, he kept making the red footprints. Oh, I didn't notice that. When Luke was walking, yeah, Luke never made any uh, footprints in that salt. And when I saw it the third time, I was like, oh, man. Like he was there. The hints are there. Yeah. That's cool as shit. I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. And plus it just looked really cool when they were like speeding through it and they would make those little red yeah. streams. And can we also talk about when they went light speed through that other oh, ship God, that was, and it that does was that awesome. silence thing? I was that like, was the coolest thing ever. That that's some awesome. like anime shit right there for that real. Cool. Do you know that some theaters actually put out signs to let people know there's going to be a scene in the movie where it goes completely quiet for a second do not get up to tell us. Yes, I saw that on. I was really? like, "Wow, yeah. yes, yes," because it I goes it silent. AMC. Yeah, how that, how yeah. stupid are people? <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. Like I honestly thought like that kind of just silence thing. That's a pretty common thing in movies. Use yeah. a technique. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem that crazy to me. <laughs> Didn't seem that crazy to me. I knew exactly what was going on. I mean, it's kind of like you know, in Saber Private Ryan, when he gets, <laughs> he has a grenade go off next to him, and it's quiet yeah. for a second right after yeah. that. Like it's obviously for effect, you know. Like it just, I don't know. I was just like, and then I remember it was like totally quiet when it happened, and some guy next to me was like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> I actually didn't um I didn't get to talk about like my kind of tear jerking scene in the movie. Um it was without a doubt my favorite character in the entire Star Wars universe when uh when the camera kind of moved to the side and I saw the back of Yoda's head like I almost lost my mind cuz yeah. I did not know like they really kept that like top under secret. wraps. I had no idea I, that he was going to be back in this movie as a force ghost. And it wasn't, I felt like it wasn't just fan fiction. Like the scene actually made sense. And I loved how he basically told Luke that, you know, you have, you kind of have to fail. Like everybody's going to fail and mess up before you can be better again. And literally every character in the movie like fails, fails. and they, and especially Poe who arguably has the best arc in the entire movie. Like, he fails, and he realizes what he does, and then he's, like, a better person at the end. So I thought that was pretty cool. That well, was, and know. also the fact that Luke is, like, making his decision of what to really do here, and he becomes a student again. Yeah. 25, 30 years later. Yeah. He's, like, so cool. Jedi Master, but still, Yoda is going to come back and going to guide him again. Uh, yeah. Like, that really hit home for me with that part. But best part of that whole scene is the fact that Yoda looked Right again. Oh, Back to the Yoda. puppet, yeah. I was like, it's a puppet. And, <laughs> another, and another awesome, cool, mysterious use of the Force. Like, when you're a Force ghost, you can still use it and you can <laughs> yeah. control lightning and everything. A lot of people complained about that, too. I saw so many stupid YouTube comments like, oh, like, he's a Force ghost and he can control lightning. Why can't he just go and kill Snoke? And it's like... <sighs> Well, because because Yoda knows that if he went and did that, nobody would learn anything. Yeah, the whole point like, of Yoda being there is like Yoda is there. Yoda does has a hands off approach because he's like, I already served my time. I'm I, basically if you're Force Ghost, you're like at rest, right? Yeah, kind of like you're where yeah. you're supposed to. You're the afterlife of yeah, wherever you're part of the Force. You can't bounce off walls anymore either. Yeah, or do flips. 
But I feel like the whole point of Yoda is like he's a teacher always, no matter if he's dead or alive, and he's there to guide, not to really. And that's why he's always been like my. That's why he's always been my favorite character in the series. I thought that was a really good scene too, because it also reinforces the idea of the Jedi must end, and the fact that they burn the temple. Yep. They burn the actual physical representation of the Jedi Order, but they keep the uh, text. Because the text is what's important. It's kind of like, I'm an atheist, but it's kind of like how the Bible is this text that means one thing. And then all the religions that spawned up around it kind of misinterpreted the text Mm -hmm. to their own gains, which is kind of like the Jedi became its own religious order, basically. And they were kind of, a lot of the Jedi were using it to their own means and and kind of ignoring what the words of the Jedi order text mean. So... You know, Yoda's like, you know, this, the order and all this, none of this shit matters is what he's saying. He's burning, he's like, burn it down. None of this matters. All that matters is the force, you know, mm-hmm. and how you use the force, not what everybody else thinks you should be doing with the force. So mm-hmm. it's the last Jedi, the last of the Jedi order, you know, the last Skywalkers, like everything in this movie is kind of coming to a close. And then now they can open it up to a new set of movies. Because all these movies have basically been just, like, detaching themselves from the original movies. Like, each one has, like, been losing a person. Like, we, uh, what's his butt? Han Solo on the first one. <laughs> Ham Salad. Ham Salad. <laughs> I was going to fuck our boy's <laughs> name up. Ham Salad. Luke Schmeiwacher died in this one. <laughs> but basically, Leia Orgasmo. Yeah, they're trying to, like, get everybody away from that stuff. Because you can't do that shit. They're, those people are getting old, also. Yeah. You can't do it forever. They got to get away from that shit and get to some new stuff. And you know how, like, everyone says, like, oh, it's a, it's a big universe and it's just so much stuff you can go on. That's actually nev- never been true because it's always just been focused on the Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that we're moving on from that, now we can have a whole huge universe. Like, with the EU, that's all of that awesome stuff is now not canon anymore yeah. now they can make something new and have all these crazy new characters and it can it can actually feel like an extended universe because i never actually star wars never actually felt like a huge universe to me it just felt like the skywalkers which was fine and now mm-hmm. we can kind of move away from that i'm really excited because now they can really just come up with some real cool stuff and um if anything the last jedi kind of showed me that disney won't they won't always play it safe and they will try something new because i really think they did because i honestly thought this was going to be empire strikes back like 2.0 but they didn't do that (laughs) they actually made something different so i'm actually kind of i was kind of proud of disney for what they did with the last jedi so go ahead michelle no go ahead i was gonna say do you think there can be star wars without a rebel or rebellion fighting an empire like that always has to be the main conflict i think what else could they do with i want a romantic comedy yeah (laughs) do you think it could branch Uh, out into other things well i mean they i mean honestly they did it in the 80s with the ewok adventure movies yeah like as cheesy as those were there was no empire in those movies it was you know a a situational type adventure Mm -hmm. story which yeah they had witches and warlocks and different kinds of stuff going on but there was no empire in those and those films are actually as corny as they are for the 80s, they're actually pretty good. I like them. I like those movies. I'm going to go on a limb and be kind of controversial and say no, because that's kind of what George Lucas created. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a simple story of good versus evil for like kids. Yeah. And if you, you know, go away from that, I don't think it's going to be Star Wars anymore. It's just yeah. going to be some other science fiction movie. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, folks. I think we're going to wrap it up. We all liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. 
I feel good about it. How do you blue feel, titty Michelle? Milk. Blue titty milk. <laughs> Hashtag blue titty milk. Hashtag, yeah. Let's, let's get that going tonight. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the blue titty milk challenge. <laughs> oh, God. God knows what's going to come from that. All <laughs> right. This was episode 70 of Real Crime. We oh will be back God. next week. I have no idea what we're talking about. But thanks for Blade listening. Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner. Oh, <laughs> thanks for stopping by, John. Yeah, thanks, Yeah, no problem. This was awesome. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes. 